people who are biting their fingers in fear. Changing is not easy, but changing your life, changing habits, reinventing yourself. Yeah. You will win if you don't quit. Even a broke clock is right twice a day. It's an experience. This is the Kairos Moment with Pastor Jack on Active FM. Greetings, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the Kairos Moment on Active FM with Pastor Jack Chirwa from the Full Gospel Church in Johannesburg, South Africa. It's an honor and a privilege for me to be on the program with you. And I am interviewing Leanne Ward. We, we had her last week on the program and uh, we spoke about uh, drugs. And, and today we're going to be uh, doing a second, the second part of the interview um, when we're going to be speaking to Leanne and finding out in terms of how did she overcome the issue of drugs. So remember, just a little bit of a recap, uh, Leanne is the wife to Mario Ward. Uh, Mario was in drugs for 17 years and he's the one that introduced his wife um, uh, to drugs. And then from, from, from then on, God did a work in both their lives. So once again, good morning, Leanne. It's nice to have you with us again. Good morning. Great. Awesome. Let's just open in prayer as uh, before we continue with the program. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity that we can speak to Leanne again. Thank you, Father, for um, the opportunity to share her testimony and to help others who might be struggling uh, with, a, with any issue of addiction for that matter. It doesn't have to be drugs. And we know that many people out there are addicted to something. And uh, I pray, Father, that uh, this will be a lesson and this will be uh, something that, that others can use uh, to, to turn to God and to be delivered and to be set free. And so we dedicate this time into your hands now. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. So um, as we are going to start, uh, Leanne, my first question this morning would be, what was your turning point and why did you decide to quit? I mean, you would have still been, been on drugs today. But what was your turning point? Why, why, why did you decide to quit? Okay, Pastor, so Mario went, came to church the 2nd of January, right? Um, he asked me to come with him. I said, no, your walk with God is not my walk. Um, and then my son, in the week, my son got stung by the bee. Mario had to rush into hospital. The money needed to call the money. We had nothing. And I felt like I'm, I'm going to commit suicide here. Mario's going to leave me. My son's maybe going to die. You know, it was a lot. And um, what happened was I sat on Ali's stoop, like I said, and I just started crying and praying. And throughout that day, everything just went good. Every, even though everything was bad, everything just started going good. Um, there was food. Aiden came back from the hospital. He was okay. He had to go for injections. I just played and I, I got some CCN, CCN BB Winans. Um, Mario also, before that, Mario did threaten to leave if I did take drugs. So we've been clean, like I said, for four months. He said for four months. I, I'm a bit nervous, Pastor. I don't know why. Um, it's normal. It's normal to be nervous, Leanne. <laughs> Uh, relax, breathe. It just brings back so on. much memories. Mm. 
I've written down notes. I, I, I don't think I can go according to the notes. Um, my turn, I, I lost everything and I turned to God. I sat on that stoop and I had nothing. And I started praying. I prayed for Aiden, I prayed for my children, I prayed for food, I prayed for Mario to love me because I'd, be, I'd become this ugly woman and he's going to church and I'm not. The following Sunday I then came to church. I don't know, there was a special day, something happened. It was during praise and worship, I found myself walking towards um, pastor. The pastor front, towards the front. Towards the yeah. front. I, I started walking and I don't know what was pulling me towards the front. But something was pulling me towards the exit. And when I got to the front, I just went on my knees. And I just cried. And when I opened my eyes, I, I seen tears in pastor's eyes. And I was like, my word, what is happening to me? That day I decided, Leanne, you can't. You can't, you can't. Your baby's on church. You've got a handsome husband, a good husband. You stop the drugs. You can't be beautiful. You know, God is here. I had nobody. Not even my dad. I, I thought my dad hated me, my sisters. My when I say sisters, I mean my stepsisters as well. My cousins. Everybody. Mario's mom. We, we disappointed so many people. And I just said, Lord, why? And he showed me love. And the, every time I thought I was ugly and I looked in the mirror, Mario would tell me, hey, beautiful. And I'd make a joke and say, I'm ugly, man. Don't say I'm beautiful. You know, but that's what drugs does to you. It makes you become ashamed of yourself. Um, you lose, you lose you your self-esteem. Oh, Pastor, you Before you ask somebody for something, you already think they're going to say no. So, you know, you, you're just negative. You, you're just a negative person. I started implementing gospel music. In the morning, I woke up, put the gospel music on. And I started, I started praying. Started going to church with Mario, the kids. We got mm. married. That was a miracle, Pastor. Mm. We got married. My dad was there. He said I was beautiful. He said he was proud of me. Um, my sister just phones to say hello. How are you? I never got those kind of calls. Um, if you go through my WhatsApp, my cousins, hi, Lee, how's it? You know, I was normally the one, please borrow me money. Please don't you have this. Mario used to say, don't you have that. People would... There's a lot faster than that. So, so, so you lost everything. Everything. You were at a place where you became desperate. And I think that's important because that's what drugs do. Um, I think for those that are listening to the program, for those that are still struggling with drugs, it's important to understand that it can come to a place where you lose everything. You lose everything. Um, and, and that's a place where Leanne decided, I've had enough. I've had enough. I've lost everything and I need to turn to God. I need to cry out to God. 
Maybe you are listening to the program right now and, and, and you are at the verge of losing everything. Maybe you have lost everything. I want you to know there is hope. It's not the end of the world. Maybe your own family turned their backs on you. Maybe your spouse turned their back on you. Maybe your children turned their back on you. We want you to know today that there's hope, that you can turn this whole thing around, that you can make a decision. Enough is enough. Leanne, coming to my next question, and that would be, what have you put in place to ensure that you don't go back? So, you know, I, I'm a pastor. I've been a pastor for years, um, and particularly the, the, the church that I've been past, I'm currently pastoring together with my wife has just been over 10 years. Uh, but before that, we were in pastoral ministry. Um, so I've seen a lot. And one of the things that I hear is very common um, and I've seen it, is people leave the drugs, give their lives to Jesus, um, turn their backs on the drugs, start a new life. A few months down the road, they're back again to the addiction. Um, a few years down the road, they're back again. And, and you hear stories of these people going back. So what is it that you've put in place to ensure that you don't go back? Okay, Pastor, um... I think friends, right, mm -hmm. should not, it should just be you, your husband, and your children. I mean, go to church, get mm -hmm. the elite force behind you. I got the elite force behind me, and that is Pastor Jack and Pastor Sarah. You know, I, God is important. Being around the right people is important. Um, if you're going to be around drug addicts, and your friends are drug addicts, or your family's drug addicts, obviously they're going to bring their things to you. But if you pray about it, those things stay away. Mario and I, we try and stay away from people. Friends, friends that say they, family that say they love you. No, it's the covenant that pastor spoke about on my wedding day. It's God, myself and Mario, and then our children. And making sure that you come to church. Pray, just pray, pray all the time. When you talk about friends, you're obviously talking about the wrong friends. The, the, the wrong friends. When you talk about family members, you're talking about the, the wrong, wrong type the, of family yes, members. Yes, Okay, so Pastor, there's a lot of that in our lives because mm. Mario and I are very friendly people. We know a lot of people and a lot of them are still on drugs or are still drinking alcohol or are still gambling. So I, if, they are, if they are listening to this, I hope and pray that they... They go on their knees and they say, Lord, have mercy, you know, because God is the only way. Um, God has done so much good for me and Mario. I'm gaining myself. I'm, I'm respecting myself. I'm loving myself. I can walk without my mask. Um, I hated the fact that I didn't have my front teeth because with the drugs, it, it, it became worse, you know, but he sees that I'm beautiful and God sees that I'm beautiful. Mm. You know, I'm made in his image. So how can I look at myself and say I'm ugly? It's if the drugs made me ugly, mm. Pastor. That's right. It was not it was not God's intention for me to do this to myself. I'm made in his image. So I had to look after myself. And I didn't. I didn't look after my kids. I'm getting to know them now. And they're beautiful kids. My husband's an awesome person. He's He's such a strong believer in Christ, and that's amazing. You know, I grew up loving Jesus. And 
I drifted. But I fall in love with Jesus every day. Someone once told me, you surrender every day. Because my hands are unholy. They're not holy. Because how can I say they're holy if I, if I curse? Or I'm, I'm sure everybody understands what I'm saying. You have to be perfect. And I will oh, strive, I strive will, to be perfect. I, I will surrender every day. I will do that every day, Pastor. I will teach my children that. So, so um, just to recap on some of the things that you put in place to help you not to go back to, to drugs. Um, obviously, um, you need to be committed to a local church. Um, whoever is listening to the program, um, you know, it's, 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 it's so uh, not true to say that you can have church on your own at home. You cannot have church on TBN. You cannot have church on a cell phone. Um, there has to be the physical gathering of the saints because the Bible states in the book of Hebrews, do not neglect the gathering of the saints. So the physical gathering of the saints is extremely important because that's where we get fed the word of God. That's where we get equipped. That's where iron sharpens iron. That's where we meet other Christians and we get to encourage one another. Uh, we, we get to uh, uh, lift up one another. Um, that is where, you know, we also have uh, an, a relationship that's accountable, where you've got a pastor and his wife, uh, mentors, a cell leader that you are accountable to. Um, and perhaps you're listening to the program and some of the problems has been that you've, you want to quit drugs completely, but you are not accountable to anybody. You know, no one speaks into your life. No one checks up on you. Um, you, you don't report to nobody. You live your own life. You make your own choices. That can become a big problem. That can become a recipe for disaster. So very clearly also, I think she's mentioned, highlighted the issue of friends. Um, if you've got the wrong friends in your life, friends that have influenced you in doing the wrong thing, stay away from them. Cut them out of your life. Um, either they want to commit their lives to Jesus and turn their lives around, or if not, Cut them out of your life. Of your life. I mean, and for some, for some time, you might, you might be alone without all these friends. But at the end of the day, God will bring the right friends in your life. Leanne, what advice would you give to wives whose husbands are using drugs? So there might be people listening to the program right now whose husbands are addicted to drugs. And maybe there's a wife out there that is saying, you know what? I've had enough. I'm leaving this man. I can't take it anymore. What advice would you give to wives like that? If you really love your husband, go to church. Go to church. Get the elite force behind you. Like pastor said, it can be your pastor, your cell leader. Get them. Go to church. Eventually, you'll follow. If he's a good man, you will follow. And pray for him. You know, mothers, I always see these prayers about mothers. Mothers, Mother's prayers are powerful. A wife's prayer is powerful. Pray, go on your knees and pray. Go to church. Amen. Talk, talk about it to good people. You know, your elders. There's, um, we have amazing people that come to full gospel and they're around us all the time. Where we stay in the community. So there's lots of aunties and uncles and 
they come here and they're good people to have around you. Um, teach your children, teach your children. So I think, I think the key, one of the most important keys you've just mentioned now is prayer. I think sometimes what happens is spouses want to change their spouse, uh, you know, in their own strength. I can't change my wife in my own strength. I can't change my husband in my own strength and ability. I need to pray. I need to, I need to wrestle in prayer. I need to trust God to do a deep work in, in my husband's life, in my wife's life. Um, so I agree totally with what Leanne is saying. And you, you, you might be at the end of yourself and you're saying, you know what, I've had enough. Uh, but begin to pray like never before. Intercede for your spouse like never before. And God can do wonders. And um, obviously the support structure is very important. She's just spoken about that. Uh, get people behind you that can stand with you, support you, encourage you, inspire you. It's not the end of the world. Um, Leanne, lastly, um, what advice would you give to mothers whose children are on drugs? So sometimes it's not the husband necessarily or the wife, but it's the, it's the, it's the teenage boy or the teenage girl, uh, the kids that are on drugs. Uh, what advice would you give to mothers, to parents? Sure, Pastor, that's, it's, it's, it's hard. You know, um, throughout my years of taking drugs i had good kids my my daughter's going to be 21 years old i didn't have a problem with that but the only the play that's why i never had a problem even though i was taking the drugs i prayed that my kids don't take the drugs but i prayed all the time wherever i was i prayed you know praise praise very important and be strict be strict let them know who the parent is pastor because if you're going to let them get away with it. They're going to do it. You know, we live with youngsters today and you, you tell them, why are you smoking around the corner? Don't smoke. They, they, they swear at you. They curse you. And if they were, it's because the parents do it in front of their kids, right? Um, or they do it with their kids, especially the community that we come from. So if you're doing it with your kid or if your kid is doing it, pray. Pray. It's, a, it's hard. It's difficult as a parent to lose those years with your kid. It's difficult as a kid to lose those years with your parent. The time is gone. Drugs is bad. It, it destroys you. And not only drugs, Pastor, because um, if you're desperate, you, go, you, go, you, you, you do the drugs because you're desperate to feed your kids. Why? You did wrong. You stole. You lied. You disappointed. You know, but... If you pray, I, I just pray. I pray all the time. I'll be walking to church and I'll be praying. I leave the house and I pray. I take my daughter to school and I pray with her. Because she's in grade one and she's a little bit scared. But we pray and we say, Jesus, in Jesus' name, we're not going to be scared. You know, just pray with your kids. Teach them the Ten Commandments. Wrong is wrong. If your child steals a toy, take it from your child and give it back. If your child... Um, takes a tourette out of your, your wallet and you've seen it. Say, no, that is wrong. Put it back. Why are you taking that? Because when they commit, when they start taking the drugs when you're big, because you've covered up all that time. Pastor, it's just... What would you say to a parent that says I've had enough? 
You know, my teenage boy comes and he's stealing things from the house. He stole the TV, he stole the radio, he stole my phone, he stole my tablet, he stole everything. Tough love. He goes and he sells the stuff and he uses drugs. I've had enough, I'm kicking them out of the house. Pastor, what do you say about that? I will phone the police and then I'll phone my pastor. So he must well be locked up or she must be locked up. For a group, I, me as the parent, will put my child in jail. I'm being honest, pastor. And then into a rehab and then if it has to take rehab for the rest of its life, I am accountable for that kid. It's my child. So I'm not going to allow them to, to do it that way. There's only one way and it's Jesus. You know, so um, I, I explained to you about my daughter that didn't go to ch uh, church over the Easter weekend. And I actually, I seek advice from pastor. Was I wrong, you know, to ask for why she wasn't in church? Even though, they say that the bad parent always wants good for the child. Even though it's a, the evil also wants to give good to their children. So pastor, I phone the police. Phone the police. Phone the police, phone pastor. I, in, in my case, I phone pastor. Well, I phone pastor that I, Celine is in Boyson's police station. I just made an example. Celine is in Boyson's police station, Pastor. She doesn't want to stop. I don't know what to do, Pastor. I need you to help me pray. You know, that's me. Um, pray. Pray is important. And mm. then right is right and wrong is wrong. That's right. So don't take nonsense. Um, yes. uh, tough love is extremely important. Yes. Um, if you have to have them lock them up, uh, locked up in, in jail, get them locked up. <laughs> um, you know, uh, um, you know, I think then also when it comes to children, prevention is better than cure. So you've touched on some issues of training up a child in the way they should grow. The Bible actually teaches that in the book of Proverbs. And then when they grow up, when they grow older, they will never turn away from it. So I think sometimes um, we have problems with teenage kids because we didn't do our job. Mom, you didn't do your job. Dad, you didn't do your job. You didn't train them up in the fear of the Lord. And now you're sitting with a problem. You know, so I think prevention is better than cure. Um, it's important that you train them up, that you teach them the importance of, you know, having a relationship with God, the importance of going to church, the importance of, uh, reading the word of God, the importance of praying. Um, you know, Liam just said that, you know, she reprimanded her daughter asking why she didn't come to the, to the Easter meetings. Well, when I was growing up, Leanne, my mom had no time to ask me whether I'm going to church or not. If I didn't, you got to hide it. That's how we, some of us grew up. You got to hide it. So we had no choice but to go to church. And um, because of the way that I was trained, um, I never smoked, I never drank alcohol, I was never on drugs. Um, and, and why? Because the word of God was planted in my heart from a young age. So I think prevention is better than cure. Train up a child in the way they should grow. And when they grow up, they will never turn away from God. Any last words, Leah? Honesty. You know, being married, newly married, um, I try and keep my husband away from bad and he tries and keeps me away from bad, you know. So you hold each other accountable. We, yes, that is what we do. Um, 
we we play together. You know, sometimes we forget and we're like, babe, we forgot to do something. And we'll go back and he says, we're running late, babe. Pray. The Bible, we didn't read the Bible. And we'll read very quickly, but we make sure we read the Bible before we leave the house. It's important for husbands and wives to pray. Children, be honest with your parents. If you are on drugs, talk to your parents. Um, go to your pastor. If you can't talk to your parents, go to your pastor or find a Christian friend or somebody that talks the gospel. Speak to them. And, you know, youth is also important. So for the youngsters, go to youth. Pray. Um, I wish I had all this time. You know, I lost 12 years. It's gone. I've got so much catching up to do with my babies. You know, I, I didn't really know them. I'm getting to know them now. God is teaching me how to love them properly. How to have patience with them. How to have patience with my husband. I never had these things. I don't get angry like I used to. I don't have the aches and pains like I used to. God is good. Amen. God Hallelujah. Good. Perhaps you're listening to the program and you're saying, man, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in this hole. I'm stuck in this addiction. I can't get out of it. There is hope. Uh, from the story of Leanne, from the story of Mario, um, there is hope in God. There's hope in God's word. I want to just pray with you wherever you are listening from. Um, we don't know which country you're from, which part of the world you're from. Uh, maybe drugs is not such a big issue in your life or in your country. Uh, in South Africa, it is. We deal with it every day. Um, it's a big issue. Uh, but maybe you are addicted to other things, you know, the things that are drawing you away from God. There is hope. God can set you free. Um, I want us to just pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every man, every woman, every boy, every girl listening to the program. I pray for those that are struggling with any type of addiction. Father, that you would set them free right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray and release the power of the Holy Spirit through them right now, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. I pray for freedom, I pray for liberty, and I pray for deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, draw them closer to you. Reveal yourself to them in a special way. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, Leanne, thank you very much uh, mm -hmm. for agreeing to come uh, for, the, for this interview. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kairos Moment on Active FM. Until next time, God bless you. DJ Smooth.
DJ Smooth. Enjoying the Active FM shows? Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM Triple Seven. Don't hesitate. Find, follow, and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.